Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. All across central New York, it's the 315. Here's Brian Higgins. All right, rolling along here on this Friday on the show. If hit you a little NFL playoffs. There could actually be an NFL playoff game in the town of our next guest next weekend, depending on uh, results of things. If we end up with the Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship game, that'll be headed down uh, to Atlanta. But we got a few bridges to get over before we get to uh, that. And we've got other sports happening in Atlanta before that. SU women just uh, lost uh, to Georgia Tech down there last night. SU men will be there tomorrow at noon. Cuse and Georgia Tech, looking forward to that. We'll have the pregame coverage here starting at 11 with Axe. I'll be back at 2 after the game uh, for postgame. But right now we bring on a guy that will be at the game, calling the game with our friend Andy Demetra, is uh, Randy Waters of the Georgia Tech Radio Broadcast. Randy, uh, welcome in, and uh, thanks for hopping on here today. Uh, glad to do it. Glad to join you. Uh, all right, Randy. So it, it's been a, a struggle this year, I guess would be the best way to say it, for, for Georgia Tech. What, what's your what, what's your view of the season so far here this year under Josh Bassner? Um. Really surprising that that sophomore class and Miles Kelly and Jalen Moore and in particular Debo Coleman that uh, really really came on strong second half of last season, but uh, Debo in particular has really struggled. No, none of us could have dreamed he'd be below thirty percent from three. Now he's he's like twenty seven percent roughly in conference. I'm talking conference play only, which mm-hmm. is as you all know kind of what really matters, if you will, because you're facing good competition game in, game out. Uh, Miles Kelly has, has uh, he, he's stepped up pretty good. He's at 39% from three. Uh, and Jalen Moore is not a three-point shooter, he, but he's been very, very good uh, uh, on the block. He's about 50% uh, inside, if you will. Um, has been somewhat turnover prone, but then Hey, you know, turnovers have, have been the bane of this team for, for many, many games. Uh, Brian, I, I don't like to say, but I have to say, 14's the magic number, but it ain't the right kind of magic. Um, they're 14th in the conference. Conference games only, points mm-hmm. a game, free throw percentage, field goal percentage, turnover margin, assisted turnover. That's not a formula for success. Uh, no, you can't line up that many stats that are uh, second to the bottom of the league and be in a good position. Yeah. And uh, you know that's what yeah. it is. It's one and seven in the league right now. And I guess the the crazy part, right, is the wins over Miami. Like Miami, I think we all believe yeah. to be one of the better teams in the league. Yeah, and, and uh, it's really odd. Andy worked up these numbers, and frankly, I can't remember exactly what they are. But uh, Isaiah Wong's career numbers against Georgia Tech are just the antithesis of his normal productivity. Mm. I mean, they were amazingly, you know, uh, inefficient. Uh, and it was staggering, frankly. I was shocked when Andy, uh, uh, you know, was talking about that during the Miami game, which for Georgia Tech won, uh, for some reason. Now, against Miami, uh, they they really never never solved Georgia Tech's zone. And I know a lot of opponents can say that about the Syracuse zone. <laughs> They're very different zones. But um, Miami never really solved it. They, they, I would describe it as what Josh Pastner sometimes says about his team, his guys. If, if, if it, things aren't working, if you're not moving the ball well, then individuals start hunting their shot. 
and it seemed like individuals started hunting their shots against Tech, and that played right into that zone's hands. Now, unfortunately, on Monday night, Miami did solve Syracuse's zone down the stretch, and they were able well, to, yeah, uh, to, to yeah. come back. I, I, maybe playing against yeah. a different zone got them in a, a different frame of mind for it. Uh, Randy Waters, our guest, he's on the Georgia Tech uh, broadcast, will be on the call uh, tomorrow. And, you know, you said Josh Pastner. Josh, what, he's seven years in now. He's right around 500. Yeah career, one NCAA yeah. appearance. You know, I think in everyone's head, like you think back to Memphis, he was kind of the boy wonder. You, you got in your head a guy that's a good coach. Uh, the numbers are not necessarily backing it up now, I guess, is more of an average coach. Where where, where do you think the Georgia Tech hierarchy is on on a passer, especially considering a, a new AD has been recently hired? Yeah, I think those are, uh, you know, one key word and two, we did, two uh, key initials, new AD. Uh, yeah. We just don't know. Frankly, you know, we, a lot of us around the program have talked about that, you know. And to be honest with you, and, you know, the people who do the games, uh, for instance, you know, uh, Matt and Jim there at Syracuse, uh, I love those guys, love seeing them. That's one of the things I look forward to, whether you're coming here or we're going up there. Um, and that is, you know, we see the human side of things mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes. And Josh Pastner cares so much about his players. He's off the charts. I mean, I saw him, and I won't tell you the player's name. It doesn't matter. But I saw him one time last year. This player couldn't travel because of a a relatively minor injury, but he couldn't travel. We were getting ready to leave for a road game, and Josh was standing there with this player going over that player's academic responsibilities for the upcoming next two or three days while Mm -hmm. we were going to be gone on the road. And I don't know how common that is, but with him, it's everyday stuff. That's the kind of stuff he, he, he keeps track of. And we all know big time and ACC's big time college basketball W's and L's really matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, there's some concern certainly uh, as to whether the new athletic director will lack of a better term, get an itchy trigger finger. Uh, those of us who know Josh hope not. Josh is certainly, he, he knows it's a business. You know, he, he, there were things that were going on at Memphis kind of behind his back from some of the AAU situation that uh, kind of precipitated uh, that sort of, uh, if you will, breakup. Um, so things happen, but uh, we're hoping that uh, nothing against uh, the orange. <laughs> we're, we're hoping things turn around on the floor. Uh, yeah, I mean, that obviously, uh, you know, you can answer the question real easily, right, by winning a, a lot of games here uh, down the stretch. And, you know, it's kind of interesting, when, right, when you look at Georgia Tech historically. Uh, you know, you go back in 30, 40 years, you, Bobby Kremen's had a great run of success, and it yeah. tails off. You know, Paul Hewitt, and, uh, you know, we know Paul a little bit from up here because he got his start at, at Seattle yeah. there. But, uh, you know, yeah. he, he had the great run in 04 and some okay seasons, and it was there. Uh, there for a while. It, it's a tough job, right? In many ways, it, you'd think it would be easier because you're in Atlanta, but man, it, it's hard to win there, big and consistently over the long term. It, it really is, um, really is, Brian. And it's it's a it's a it's a huge TV market, as you know, and and a population now. I moved here in like 1984 in August, and there was a sign across from Piedmont Hospital in downtown Atlanta that has the metro area population numbers mm-hmm. and it said like one one point two million or three something like that it's now over six million wow. in, in metro atlanta it's crazy and so 
there is a, if you will, um, there are things you battle in this market that say, um, that say in Syracuse, Syracuse does not battle, that in uh, Raleigh, NC State doesn't battle. And I know the triangle, there's split loyalties there for sure. But uh, you're just one of many entertainment options in this market. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got a loyal alumni fan base, but it's not not the kind of school that turns out uh, huge uh, alumni numbers like a UGA or Ohio State or Texas, something like that. Um, so it's it's an interesting dynamic on uh, you know what you have to do to be successful. Of course, you know Bobby's teams are entertaining, Lethal Weapon Three, um, and if folks are too young to remember that, why you know uh, all they got to do is Google that baby and they'll they'll see some highlights. Let's put it that way: the nineteen ninety team. Uh, yeah, not that uh, Jim Beheim remembers not getting Kenny Anderson at all. That that hasn't lingered with him for, oh, for, yeah. for all oh, these years. Well, hey, <laughs> you're talking to a you're talking to a guy who, believe it or not, saw the Bowie and Louie team in the NCAA Final Four in 1975. Okay, because I was covering Kentucky. I was working in uh, Lexington at the time, covering Kentucky, and of course, Kentucky beat that Syracuse team in the semi, then lost to. John Wooden in his final and in the championship game. Okay, so we, we're taking it away back there, but yeah, can't, can't, like on the the short list of recruits that ever got away from uh, Jim Beheim, like the the main two, yeah. I feel he always mentions. Yes. It, it's Sam Perkins, it's Kenny Anderson. Those are the uh, those are the the first two that that come to mind. But uh, our guest is Randy Waters. He does the color analyst for uh, Georgia Tech, and you know, Randy, looking at this league this year, and I feel I've had this exact same conversation, and, and maybe it's starting to crystallize a little bit here mm-hmm. in the last few weeks. So, what's your sense of who's the best team in in the league right now, and do you have any? better sense now than maybe you did a few weeks ago well i I mean clemson just absolutely dominated when they came here and played georgia tech but so did virginia um and clemson clemson does some things from the post with the talents of pj hall that that really 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 enhanced their offense not that the other guys aren't good that's you're darn right they're good They, they they can shoot it um, Hall is a great distributor. Um, so I, you know, I don't think Clemson's a mirage, uh, but you always, I think, have to kind of look in your rearview mirror if that's where Virginia is and be worried about Tony Bennett's teams mm-hmm. because they just continue to do what they do. And I kind of tend to do the monotone there because people <laughs> think, some people think that's boring stuff, but <laughs> winning is not boring. Let's put it that way. Uh, no, not at the level they've won over the last decade. That that nope. is not boring. That's right. Like if you get yeah. bored, if you get bored with that, that's a you problem. I, I'd say not not the rest of us. <laughs> uh, the right. way that's right. Uh, the yeah. ways Virginia's won. All right, uh, Randy. As we we wrap it up here, uh, what do you think's the key to the game tomorrow? I mean, we see uh, Syracuse coming in. They feel like this is a game they need to win. Obviously, uh, Georgia yep. Tech needs to get one to get back on track. What what in your mind is this coming down to tomorrow? Well, I know that that last year when we were up there, Rodney Howard, I had a double double. Uh, uh, Tech's big man. Uh, he had 19 and 10, but those numbers are not indicative of his career, shall we say, plateau. Um, I, I think one of the keys is, is 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 against Edwards. What kind of post play do you get? One thing that's troubled Tech is, believe it or not, between Rodney and Javon Franklin, who both uh, play the five. Now, occasionally they'll play them together. 
uh, Rodney at the five and Javon at the four. But um, all in all, they're both kind of five guys, although Javon's smaller. He's about six eight. But combined, those two guys in conference play have only gone to the free throw line 15 times. Um, Tech has just not does not get a whole lot of offensive, shall we say, stress put on the opposing defense from the post position. Um, so one key to it is, uh, hey, Tech is coming off a game where they were two of twenty-one from three against the Wolfpack. Two of twenty-one. Josh Pastner even admitted, hey, we couldn't have thrown it in the ocean if we were standing on the pier. They have to make some perimeter shots. They have to. They they don't really have the Edwards um, scoring capabilities uh, that he has exhibited here the last few games, if I'm right, about what Syracuse has done. So mm-hmm. uh, Tech has got to step it up from the perimeter or uh, – could be another long day. Yeah, you're right. Jesse's coming off. He had a career high 25 in the loss to Miami uh, down in Coral Gables uh, on Monday. Yeah. So uh, we shall see. Yeah, you're right. It was it was an overtime game in the dome last year. The Orange uh, won it by uh, one. I have no idea how that applies to tomorrow, since certainly so much is different <laughs> on the uh, the Orange roster. But I know this uh, we'll be watching. Uh, you'll be on the call. Uh, thanks so much, uh, Randy, for a few minutes today. We'll have to do this again in about uh, five weeks when you're up here in the queues. Well, uh, I enjoyed it, and uh, tell Park and Sadland to behave while they're here, will you? Well, we got we got nothing on that. We can't keep we can't keep Jim Sadland <laughs> under control on the loose in the big city. I, I, I got I got no reins on Jim. He, he's going to be loose. Who knows what he he'll be at the corner of Peachtree and Peachtree. I don't know what he'll be up to. Hey, I knew him at Duquesne, so uh, I could give history, but oh. I won't. <laughs> that is probably the best for all of us, uh, Randy, to to live Sats past in the past. All right, uh, good to chat with you, Randy. Uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. Hey, take care. Have a, uh, the rest of your day. I hope it's great. All right, that is Randy Waters. He is the uh, color analyst for the Georgia Tech uh, radio broadcast, and uh, the Orange basketball team should be uh, loading up and uh, on the move down toward Atlanta as we speak right now. Noon tip tomorrow. Pre-game coverage right here starting at 11 with Brent's. I'll have post-game for you right here at 2. Your calls and all of that uh, good stuff. With that, we take a break. Final wrap on the other side after this. It is QSportsTalk.com. Before I finish that sentence, it's just past 344. Brought to you by William Batar. Give him a call at 444-4444. Now our final break. Our final wrap is next on QSportsTalk.com at ESPN Radio.